the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hour two. Hour two of the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with us tonight. 888-344-1170. If you guys want to call in tonight, Joy Behar has issued a threat against men against men everywhere. We're going to talk about that and uh, some other Hollywood insanity going on, uh, some of which happened on a stage last night. We're going to share with you guys. But speaking of insanity, there's some insanity happening with the Democrats when it comes to uh, the economy, um, where should we start with this insanity, uh, DJ Potato Skins? Let's start with the insanity that involves the Secretary of the Treasury, Janet Le- Yellen, proceeding to try to explain how the inflation that you're suffering out there, that's $7 a gallon of gas. You can't afford the rent right now. You can't afford any food if you can find it on the shelves. That's the good news. That's the Democrats' idea. The plan of, is working. That's the Yeah, the plan is working, baby. That's the Democrats' idea of success. Clip one. A lot of Americans dropped out of the labor market, um, didn't get jobs, were unemployed for a long time, and really never regained uh, employment. And the desire was to avoid that. So when you look at the labor market now and you see the state that it's in, um, this is really a measure of huge success. Um, I... You know, the inflation that we're experiencing now is perhaps slightly driven by a labor market that is almost historically tight. But on top of that, we have a lot of pandemic related supply shocks, um, energy and price increases, supply chain problems that I think are directly related to the pandemic. And that's why you're seeing inflation globally in almost all advanced economies where there was less stimulus. So, um, look, I, I think when you think about the dogs that aren't barking, um, we're not, we, households are in good financial shape. Um, we avoided a lot of scarring. The labor market is very strong. These are successes from the policy, the policies that were put in place. <laughs> what a success story, right? First of all, what is she talking about? The how the, the labor market, um, uh, she's, she's talking about how um, they never really, uh, on the one hand, she's saying they never really gained, regained employment. Then on the other hand, she's talking about how the everybody's got their jobs back and they're back at work. 
So that the people didn't that aren't back at work don't want to go to work because they continue to pay people to stay at home, which was a part of what the whole lockdown situation was for. That's one of the reasons why they shut down industries. It wasn't about a virus. They got control over shutdown industries so they could pay people to stay at home. And once people got paid to stay at home, they didn't want to go back to work, right? And then how did they pay people to stay at home? They paid people to stay at home through throwing, through printing money and throw more money into, into the economy. Throwing more money into the economy. And when you throw too much money into the economy, you devalue the currency. And that causes prices to rise because it takes more money to buy stuff. And then she's got the gall to say that families are strong right now. What, what did she say? That uh, households are in good financial shape? Look, maybe she needs to turn on her good friend Scarborough and ABC and CBS. Did we not play a clip last night from ABC News? I think it was or NBC with this African-American gal. I think it was Good Morning America talking about buying all the groceries she normally buys and she can barely fill up her car. Right. They're so they're completely out of touch with the average average American to the degree to where it's baffling that they they would she would even bother to do an interview at this point and try to gaslight people. I don't know who her I don't know who the audience is there for that interview, but it's not for the average American. Must be for the elites in in, uh, the the elites in the audience. I don't know. We're going to quickly go to the phones. It looks as though Disaffected Mike is on the line. He's got a comment he wants to make on Ms. Yellen. Hey, Disaffected Mike, thanks for calling in the Andrea K. Show tonight. Thank you, Anna, for taking my call. Listen, first of all, let me apologize yesterday for for injecting that men get no say-so generally in abortion issues. I want to apologize about that. That was a little bit more of an interjection, a projection of a personal thing that happened to me over a long time ago. Another story. Anyway, just wanted to apologize for that. Um, Janet, Janet Yellen, uh, like most of the regime uh, uh, that we're enduring right now, um, have never held uh, any real world positions. They've never made payrolls. They've never produced a thing. Uh, they've never had to um, uh, be accountable for the decisions and the consequences of owning a business. Um, of running generally anything. These are uh, lifelong, lifetime bureaucrats, um, elites who uh, have been churned and burned through the Ivy League East Coast, um, uh, what I call confectionery uh, uh, political industry. Uh, they do not understand monetary policy outside of the theories of academia. Uh, they've never had to live the realities of actual, of actual monetary policy or actual life where you actually have to make money, spend money, figure out how to make a budget. They don't have to deal with any of those things. So it's easy for a person like Janet Yellen, this tiny little munchkin of, uh, you know, a ghoulish person who, who calls failure a success mm-hmm. by saying that inflation is success because people have left the labor market. And while this regime calls people who have left the labor market and getting back into the labor market, more jobs created. I don't think that's how it works. Um, I don't believe that they understand how math actually works, which makes sense since math is now uh, racist and uh, bigoted and homophobic to them. And so it's easy to say these stupid things in a bubble because nobody in the leftist media will challenge them. They will applaud them. They will pat them on the head and say what wonderful people they are uh, for telling their telling their lessers, which is us apparently, how 
how, you know, peace is strength. And I want, you know, and I want to, you know, ignorance is, ignorance is intelligence. And we have to endure this nonsense daily over a year now from this regime run by basically, you know, a two-legged, a two-legged non-man, <laughs> a, 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 a literal a person who's persona on grata. Right. And we have to endure that, you know, the monetary policies, they don't understand what inflation is. You can't right. put $30 trillion of inflation into an economy, you know, $30 trillion of debt into an economy and then say that it's success. They clearly do not right. care about debt in any way, in any way, shape, or form. Right. Got to jump in. Got to jump in or disaffected. My, your phone's kind of going in and out. Thank you for calling in. Um, got to got to address some of your points. First of all, what what uh, when disaffected Mike called in last night, he was talking about abortion. It, it, my, you don't need to apologize for 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 that comment. What I was saying though was that that really didn't have. It, it was really separate from what was going down with the draft opinion and what Alito's points were. And in terms of legislation and the law, that was really that's more of a social issue that has to do with going on versus the the legalities of what was happening. Uh, he's absolutely right. I mean, these are people that I don't know Janet Yellen's background, but from what I understand, she's never launched a business, uh, started a business, had to grow a business, meet a payroll, do anything that the average Americans had to do. She's probably she's probably like Joe Biden and hasn't driven a car in uh, decades. Right. When was the last time she had to worry about paying the light bill or the electricity bill. They don't. They don't have to worry about it. And they think that because they've corrupted the education system and corrupted the minds of Americans and churned out so many socialists for the state that they actually buy the nonsense of of this stuff that this is just what's happening all around the world and not related to policies. Look, the American people aren't stupid. They know that in the Trump administration, they didn't have just a year and a half ago, they didn't have these problems. And that's when we COVID was absolutely at its worst. Can you imagine how bad the economy would be right now had Trump not have already had laid the foundation for four years of the greatest economic revival in the history of this country because of his policies. He'd be gone. We'd be, we'd be dead as a country. We would be absolutely toast. And here's how you can know that, that it was a waste of her time to try to gaslight people because here's a clip from Senator Manchin and what he had to say about the hysteria over Roe v. Wade and the, uh, I, I think it, about the draft um, opinion and abortion. It's uh, clip seven. Democrats believe uh, they're mad about the policy implications of this draft Supreme Court opinion. They believe politically they might benefit from it. Uh, But that depends where you go state by state and what that lawmaker's particular views are. Joe Manchin is an opponent of abortion rights. He was asked about it today and he said that's not the number one issue back home. This is. Inflation is the number one driving factor, I believe, in my state. Right now it's hurting everybody. Not just at the pump, but at the uh, at the grocery store, at the drugstore, at the pharmaceutical, everything they do. Yeah, there. What what person right now? What adult female in this country right now doesn't already know who they're going to vote for and whether and and whether or not abortion is uh, you know um, there? It's not the. It's used to be that women were single issue voters, but that's before we were in the, the dark economic times that we're at right now. And it was also before technology caught up and showed people that it is not her body, her choice, right? This is not. And it was, and it also goes to show that Jen Psaki was absolutely lying when she said the 69% of Americans 
were with them and their far left extreme ideology when it comes to killing. I mean, in fact, the, the majority of the states, w- w- and by the way, this would does not make abortion illegal. It just means that it goes back to the state. Most women, by the way, you Democrats, are not stupid. We we get that, that it now just goes back to the states. And the, the majority of the states are in line with it, what the majority of Americans feel, that there should be limits on abortion, that it should not be full-term babies being, being killed in the birth canal, that they're okay with heartbeat bills. They're okay with bans at, fi- at 15 weeks. What they're not okay with is $7 a gallon of gas, right? They're not okay with their children's futures being destroyed. They're not okay with ch- their children being sexualized in, in the schools. But women, primarily, their number one thing has always been the conventional wisdom, and it's played out at the polls, is women are about the kitchen table ec- economics and whether or not they can feed their kids, Right. I mean, it's real basic. Can you feed your kids this month or do you do you fear that you're going to be able to feed your kids? Right. That's the number one issue. Just like that clip that we played yesterday, that lady's having a hard time getting that done. And I seriously doubt she's the only one. Right. This is not the single issue right now. And, you know, um, uh, there I, I think who this is an issue for is I heard a report earlier that in one state there are f- at least 5,000 women that have reported that they're on their fifth or more abortion. Those are the women that want to use abortion as their birth control. Yeah, this might be a problem for them. And you know what? They got a serious problem, right? Speaking of problems <laughs> and the economy, I got to show. Oh, before I move on, uh, speaking of Jen Psaki lying 69%, if 69 or 70% of Americans were in line with the Democrats, they would be able to codify Roe v. Wade with Congress right now and they don't have the votes for it. They don't have the votes for it. There's another crazy clip we got to end this segment with. And I, I mean, I'm no aviation expert. I'm no, I'm no physics expert. I don't know how a plane is able to take off and fly, but I know it needs jet fuel to do so. But apparently one of Joe Biden's economic advisors thinks that airplanes can fly without fuel. Play clip two. We have solutions that can deliver. We're going to, we're actually going to do a hundred rules this year alone on appliances, just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together for new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. Who'd have thunk that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. Right? They're going to be out of here. This is evidently one of the green eyes. She's talking about we're going to have 100 rules on appliances this year. How is that going to kill somebody who's imagine right now you can't feed your kids tomorrow. You can't afford seven dollars a gallon of gas and your washer uh, or dryer breaks down, and now you got to spend three thousand dollars on one so it can meet her green energy ideas. And, and how does an airplane fly without fuel? Skins, can you explain? Well, you this? just plug it in. <laughs> Come on, it's easy. <laughs> right, so, uh, EV electric airplanes, EV planes, baby. Is that what we got? Are there some kind of like you know flying around some little jet? Be some flying around charging stations. Charging. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how insane they are. I it wasn't too long ago where they were completely okay with uh shutting down the airline industry over covid, right? They don't care about shutting down the airline industry. They're happy to have you confined at home and having to and having to get an, a horse-drawn wagon to go across the country for their green energy ambitions. That's really where they're at. All right, we're going to take a break. We might have to have some more fun on the other side of the break. Guess who showed up at Dave Chappelle's comedy routine? Was it Will Smith? Was he really there? 
We'll tell you all about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm, I'm curious if you guys, any of you watched the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial this morning on tomorrow night's show. We're going to have a psychiatrist here give her perspective on Amber Heard. It looks as though, uh, I, I want to know what you guys think. Do you, do you believe her testimony? Did she pass the hinky meter, the baloney meter for you? Because it's 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 looking a lot like um, some some baloney to me. It's not my hinky meter is off the chart today. She's not uh, she's not convincing me. She's working really hard. But let me tell you, I, I you know to me her testimony eight 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 three four four eleven seventy to me her testimony is an indictment of Hollywood casting. I don't know how this woman ever got a job. This alleged actor, I don't know how she ever got a job because I'm not believing anything she's putting out there. I mean, she's a beautiful gal, I guess that alone. But, you know, what do you guys think? 888-344-1170, if you're watching the trial, do you believe her? Because her allegations and what she's saying on the stand and what she uh, had told her uh, psychologist is absolutely shocking and um, beyond crazy. So, um, all right, let's get into some Hollywood craziness, shall we? I don't usually play clips um, from The View. I don't usually play clips. I don't usually play clips from The View, but <sighs> I don't usually play clips from The View. But uh, Joy Behar made a threat today against uh, the against the men of America. So, do we have the clip from Joy Behar? Women in the world have conducted sex strikes in history. In 2003, oh. a sex strike, a strike helped, helped to end Liberia's brutal civil war. Yes, and the did. woman who, charged, who started it was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. In 2009, Kenyan women enforced a sex ban until political infighting ceased. Within one week, okay. there was a stable government. Okay, oh. so we have more power than we think we have. And some of it could be right in the bedroom. A sex strike strike by Joy Behar. And the men of the world looked at those women of the view and said, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know what, uh, historically speaking, what actual results any sex strike has had. But but let me tell you, ladies, something. Using sex as a weapon against anybody is is considered abuse. Isn't that what Amber Heard's been trying to falsely, uh, to me, in my mind, falsely accuse Johnny Depp of? Right. And she's trying to put that out there, trying to trying to trying to tell women that they should withhold sex from their husband for what? Why? Why would why would some woman out there or a group of women out there withholding sex from their husband affect anything that has got to do with Supreme Court of the United States of America? And I'm not buying this story that some women had a sex strike in some other country. And by the way, if you're if you're a government out there and you're letting uh, some sex strike strike affect you and what you're doing as lawmakers, man, your your government deserves to, to, to be torn down. That's absolutely ridiculous. Not to be undone, though, uh, by Joy Behar. Uh, I want to play this clip from Colbert because this isn't quite as funny as uh, Joy Behar. Clip four. Apparently, apparently the conservative. <laughs> apparently the conservative justices believe that this is not an issue for the courts. Alito writes, it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Yes. 
It's time to return this issue to the guy who Venmos teenagers for sex and the woman who believes in Jewish space lasers, <laughs> as the founders intended. Of course, back then there were no lasers. They thought the rabbis were erecting magnifying glasses on top of church steeples. Alito tries to dodge the controversy here, writing, We do not pretend to know how our political system or society will respond to today's decision overruling Roe and Casey. Okay. But it sure seems like somebody knew how society was going to respond, because immediately after the ruling was leaked, police surrounded the Supreme Court with barricades. Uh, uh. Oh, these barricades? Uh, no, there's no problem. We just, we just put them up to stop Clarence Thomas fans from hugging him. Those, uh, those Claire Bears are out of control. They're just, gotta keep them back. It's fine. Not that Alito gives a damn what you think. He writes, we cannot allow our decisions to be affected by any extraneous influences, such as concern about the public's reaction to our work. Now, surprisingly, Alito is joined in the decision by no one who would surprise you. Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. So congratulations, ladies. Decisions about what you can do with your body are now being made by four old dudes and a woman who thinks The Handmaid's Tale is a rom-com. <laughs> this draft. This, this is, draft decision. This is, uh, this is America's idea of funny. You think Johnny Carson would think this is funny? The man who brought you Karnak. This isn't even remotely funny. This is how, and, and, and is that, that must be like a canned laugh track because I can't imagine why anybody thinks this is funny, especially if you're Jewish. What kind of anti-Semitic rhetoric is this? And who is he talking about? Somebody who Venmos, you know, underage girls. This is, this is, this is what passes these days. There's too many Americans who actually report that they get their news from watching late night talk shows. Remember John Stewart, who's been, who's been ushered into the dustbin of history, by the way. Um, they, they what they hate here. They're seething with anger. They're here. They're talking about the fact that oh, congratulations, your decisions are being made by four dudes and a woman who thinks you know. First of all, that that is inc- to try to demean Amy Con- Coney Barrett, who I'm not a fan of necessarily, and didn't like her nomination to the Supreme Court. But this woman is absolutely brilliant when it comes to an attorney. Take an IQ test, Mister uh, Colbert. You know, I don't think there's anybody that thinks you've got a copy of In Search of Lost Time on your nightstand, okay? But that's incredibly misogynistic of you. And oh, by the way, the problem that you have and the rest of the Democrats have is that it's actually being the people that now get to choose. You really want four dudes. You really want four dudes. You really wish that the Supreme Court was all a bunch of, you know, um, male versions of Sotomayor, all nine of them, deciding everything for the American people, because that's been the play all along, that you want nine dictators in robes, unelected bureaucrats making decisions for every American out there. You were perfectly fine with with you're perfectly fine with Mayorkas right now, a white dude running some disinformation governance board, telling the American people what they're allowed to say and what they're not and what beliefs they're about to have and what they're not. At least be honest about what you're about. At least be honest that you guys are the extremist. At least be honest. You're talking about women. You're talking about rights for women. Where are the rights for the unborn women? The preborn women. We might as well play that Kamala Harris clip that we were going to play last night. I saved it. We actually weren't even sure we were going to play it because we so detest Kamala Harris on the show. But we got to play this clip. 
because now I'm aggravated. I started out this segment laughing, but now I'm really annoyed at what the left is trying to do. The game that they're trying to play on women. Kamala Harris. Those who attack Roe have been clear. They want to ban abortion in every state. They want to bully anyone who seeks or provides reproductive health care. And they want to criminalize and punish women for making these decisions. How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? How dare they try to stop her from determining her own future? How dare they try to deny women their rights and their freedoms? Oh, the borders are finally has found a border she's willing to go to war over. She's willing to get upset over. It's the border known as the birth canal. That's the border she's obsessed over. The illegal alien she's concerned about coming across the border are the pre-born, the unborn in this country, many of which are women. If only this country cared enough about the American citizen, cared that much about the lives of women, right? This wouldn't be an issue. And continuing to lie, the, the, the evilness of the lies being told about this, this draft decision, the lies being told about what will happen if Roe v. Wade is overturned and returned to the states is all in the course of, listen to her rhetoric in order to argue for the killing of preborn children. I could, wish I could remember the joke uh, that um, Dennis, what's his name, the old comedian Dennis, I can't remember his name right now, super funny guy. He was in the movie The Net. Uh, he said he, he made a joke one time about uh, Democrats and uh, yeah, they, they care about children. It's just uh, it, they make it really tough to, to, to get here. I have to, I have to Google that joke. It was really funny. Um, but this isn't the extent that the Democrats are lying and exploiting this issue, trying to trying to stoke anger and division among the nation in order to preserve um, the, the demonic nature of, of what their extremist views are for abortion. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, there's breaking news on the Hunter Biden laptop story. Y'all remember that story? The Democrats want you to forget about it. Well, there's actually breaking news on that story related to the owner of the Delaware Repair Shop. What did he do today that you're going to need to know about? Well, come on back. The Andrea K. Show. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Before we talk about this um, Hunter Biden story and what uh, the breaking news with the uh, computer repair shop in Delaware and what they did today, we're going to quickly go to the phones. Mel is on the line, and he's got a suggestion for what the Democrats can do uh, to uh, something with their belief in God or restore their belief in God. Hey, Mel, welcome back to the show. You got 30 seconds. Go. Thank you. I'm not talking about Democrats alone. As I look at the political spectrum and what's going on, I look at people's behavior here and there. What strikes me as something we all have to be cognizant of is the fact that these people who are trying to basically, you know, usurp 
the authority of the living God. So what that throws a challenge to us for us as Christians to spread the message of the gospel to humanity. Jesus said, go ye into the world and make disciples of all the nations. So if we as Catholics or Protestants are divided on issues like Mariology and so on, no, that's not going to get, it, get the work done. We need to unite, broaden the base of our publicity, expose the lies. These people don't fear God. That is why Joe Biden, a few decades ago, Joe Biden can say abortion is wrong, and then now the devil has gotten him to latch on to, you know, abortion on demand. And all the things, even one doctor from Virginia was talking about children being killed after they've been born. Mm -hmm. This shows clearly they don't fear God. So that also makes Christians, you know, that should wake us up to realize that we should intensify our strategies do you see, to get these unbelievers to come to the living God. Jesus can change people's hearts. Just as you were talking about, you know, uh, you don't hold people um, eternally guilty for what they did in the past. If they have a change of heart, you are willing to accept them. You said that on your show. I listened to it. Mm -hmm. And that was a good thing. Forgiveness. Yes, God forgives us. All of us are sinners. But nobody is going to be God. Nobody is going to bring paradise on this earth except the living God. So Christians, if you are listening to me on Andrea K's show, on Andrea K's show, please realize you have a role to play, to share the gospel, to get people to know the living God through Christ Jesus, the only Savior we have. Once they come to Christ, we will be able to get them to see things they are not seeing now. They are now listening to voices from the devil. They're killing babies, and they are resorting to violence. Right. Well, Mel, I absolutely agree with you. We need to uh, continue to share the, the gospel. It's, you know, too many conservatives and cri too many Christians think that they don't, uh, that they shouldn't get involved in politics when they don't realize that our, our, our witnessing and our testimony and our sharing the gospel is um, be, engaging in politics is part of our ministry. Thank you for calling in. In fact, tomorrow, let me remind you guys that I'm going to be on uh, hosting a massive Master of Ceremonies for tomorrow's National Day of Prayer, hosted by the San Diego Downtown Fellowship of Churches and Ministries. You can come in person to the First Presbyterian Church downtown. It's from noon to one during lunchtime. So if you're downtown, come and pop over at the First Presbyterian Church. You can also uh, watch it online. We're going to be streaming it online, and you can watch it at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I'm going to be a Master of Ceremonies. Our friend Dr. Wendy Patrick, who has a show here, she's during the hour, we're going to be hearing from community representatives, including our very own Dr. Wendy Patrick, Donnie D from San Diego Rescue Mission is going to be there and more. So definitely tune in tomorrow at noon for the National Day of Prayer, because we absolutely do need to return this nation back to the Judeo-Christian principles. We have a war for the souls of this nation, and it's a very real war, and Christians ignoring politics is to hand over our country to the devil. Um, okay, so... Speaking of the devil, uh, oh, that is the Biden family. He's right about uh, about the Biden family and turning away. I mean, you know, it is when you get to a position of power, that's really where the devil starts working on you. It's they, you know, they, they go after those in power. They go after those that have the ability to do good in the country and turn them to evil. And you can clearly see whatever Joe Biden, what, what, whenever, if there ever was a time in his family's life in which they were morally clean and, and did the right thing, 
at least him in his, his political career. That was a long time ago. This Hunter Biden laptop is absolutely real. It's it, the, the, um, the disinformation governance board was well into effect before it was formally announced. It was part of the three prong of the Democrats in uh, DC and the deep state, big tech and the mainstream media seeking to stop the truth from being relayed to the American people, pushing out disinformation that this Hunter ba- Biden laptop, uh, uh, they stopped the New York Post from reporting on it. Miranda Devine, and, and to because they knew that it would change the outcome of the election in 2016. Seventeen percent of of Biden voters said they would not have voted for him had they known about it. So it worked. They had fifty one supposed uh, members from the intelligence community blame it on Russian disinformation. Well, the owner of the repair shop who received the Hunter Biden laptop has decided to sue announced today that he is suing CNN, Politico, Daily Beast and Adam Schiff himself. Uh, he's suing them for defamation after the outlets and the lawmaker accused him of peddling Russian disinformation. I don't know um this is uh, the the plaintiff is John Paul Michael John Paul Mac Isaac. He is the former owner of the uh, electronic repair shop. He um, says, after fighting to reveal the truth, all I want now is for the rest of the country to know that there was a collective and orchestrated effort by social and mainstream media to block a real story with real consequences for the nation, he told the New York Post. He um, first reported about the laptop and its hard drive. Um, and you know the rest of the story. Uh, he says he was targeted for harassment by big tech, the mainstream media, and various supporters. He's 45 years old. He says he lost his business in the wake of the scan- scandal um, after he became the legal owner of the laptop that was dropped off in April of 2019. He says he gave a copy of the laptop's hard drive to the FBI in December 2019 and uh, eight months later informed then-President Trump's uh, attorney, Rudy Giuliani, of its evidence. And at that point, Giuliani turned it over uh, to the Post. Um, the FBI has had this since 2019. The FBI, which um, was part of the original disinformation campaign. This was disinformation to say that this was Russian disinformation, just like the Russian collusion hoax was Russian disinformation. The FBI and the DOJ and the Obama administration colluded with Hillary Clinton and her campaign and Perkins Coy and Christopher Steele and Fusion GPS to cook up all kinds of Russian disinformation in 2016 to affect the outcome of the election. And then when that didn't work, then they sought to overturn the outcome of the election with a Russian collusion investigation led by Bob Mueller. And when that didn't work, they pushed out disinformation about the Ukrainian whistleblower phone call, phony impeachment. And then when that didn't work, then they tried to hide this and successfully were able to overcome the outcome of an election. I want everybody to watch 2000 Mules. I'm going to tell you guys after we come back in the next segment how you can watch it. But that alone, I think it was the combination of what happened with these mules that's documented in the movie 2000 Mules with the covering up of the Biden, the uh, of the Hunter Biden laptop swayed the outcome of the election, who I think he should sue is Bill Barr. I think he should enjoin Bill Barr in the lawsuit, this Delaware repair shop, because Bill Barr specifically told different U.S. attorney's offices to hold down and stop the investigation of this laptop, quote, because he doesn't didn't want the FBI and the DOJ affecting outcomes of the election. But that's exactly what he did. 
He enabled. He sat back and enabled. He's the one who enabled Politico and Adam Schiff to continue to to push out lies about this person. In fact, Bill Barr today is still saying that there was nothing that affected the outcome of the election. So uh, hat tip to this man. I hope I hope he's got a really good legal team. I don't know who he's hired. Um, I don't know who's funding this because if he's lost his business, he's not really got the money uh, to really do the kind of lawsuit that he would need to do here and the kind of legal team he would need. So it w- I'd like to know who was, who's the money bags behind this lawsuit, but uh, prayers over him. All right, now stay tuned. One final segment of tonight's Andrea K show. We're going to tell you how you can watch the movie 2000 Mules. So come on back. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Wrapping up our show here. Last segment before the break, we were talking about the computer repairman filing lawsuit against Hunter Biden. Hat tip to him. Um, that was all about uh, the accusing him of pushing out Russian disinformation as, as we were talking about, that was all about uh, hiding the truth from American people it was about overturning the election, but that was just one effort that was made in terms of controlling the outcome of the election and, and, and attempt to steal it from Donald Trump. Um, like anybody believes Do- Joe Biden, we, you know, we could, we could do a clip of the day of the daily dose of, you know, cognitive decline of Joe Biden, right? Segments. I mean, there's nobody who believes that this guy got 80 million votes. And in fact, you know how else, you know, that he didn't get 80 million votes. His wife put out a book and, and, and nobody even knows if a tree falls in the forest. Does anybody hear it? Right. If Jill Biden puts out a book, did anybody read it? Uh, maybe you can Google for me, my man skins on how many, how many se- books she sold. Nobody even know. I don't even know the title. Title of this book. That's how unpopular these people are. There's no way this dude got 80 million votes, more votes than Barack Obama got. Even the first, and of course, Barack Obama didn't get as much the second time in 2012, but he supposedly got more votes than Obama got, the first black president in 08. Come on, who's watching that movie? That's a bunch of nonsense. The movie you need to watch that tells the truth. In video, in excruciating detail, is 2,000 Mules. It's the explosive new movie by Dinesh D'Souza, executive produced by Salem Media Group, tells the story of the ones who tried to hijack the presidential election and hijack they did. It exposes the jaw-dropping evidence about what really happened in November of 2020. The truth is here and is finally being exposed. Thousands across the country are attending the nationwide theatrical release in, in, that I believe launched today. And in case you missed that, or if you just want to see it again, uh, watch, you can watch the special virtual event of 2000 Mules from the comfort of your home on May 7th. Pop your big old thing of popcorn and enjoy it from the comfort of your home. You can see the movie that President Trump calls a real blockbuster for sure. And participate in a live Q&A actually with Dinesh D'Souza himself and others. And you can watch it on any device that has a web browser. Showtime is 8 p.m. Eastern time on May 7. Go to visit uh, visit 2000mules.com to get your tickets today for this one time, this one of a kind virtual event. So did we find any numbers of the fabulous Jill Biden and her book sales? Didn't find numbers. The book is called, though, Where the Light Enters. <laughs> Building a Family, Discovering Myself. Building a Family. Now, wasn't she B- Joe Biden's nanny and babysitter? 
And was and and wasn't there stories about alleged uh, an an alleged affair he had with her before his wife got killed in in a car crash? And didn't they cook up lies about how that car crash actually happened? Yeah, just to, just to, you know, they're just all Amer- they're just America's you know sweethearts, aren't they? Right. Not uh, seeing any numbers, which says it's probably not a bestseller. <laughs> I'm thinking the stink we hear right now is not just Joy Behar threatening threatening her husband with a good time of a sex strike. I think the stench we're we're, we're smelling is um, the rotted, decayed piles of of Joe Biden's book, right? And she's talking about the light, the light. What light? They're they're trying to keep everybody in the dark. It's the truth of what's going on with the corruption in that family. They're all about the dark. Covering the light. Uh, yeah. There was too much light in, uh, in some of those pictures and Hunter Biden's laptop. There's stuff there we didn't need to see. You know, I could have gone forever. Not so, Once you see some of that stuff, it can't be undone. Right. Um, speaking of seeing, <clears throat> we've got a psychiatrist on tomorrow's show. You're going to want to turn, turn it, tune in. Gonna be good. It's going to be good because the, you know, when the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial first started, um, I really wasn't going to pay much attention to it because, quite frankly, I'm not really interested in celebrities anymore. We don't have celebrities like we used to. We were talking here at the station earlier. We don't. There used to be a time where people got paid big money impersonating celebrities, going to birthday parties or events, and we don't even have real celebrities anymore, right? Um, uh, they're they're just all narcissistic. A different breed. It's just, yeah. I mean, wh- there was a time where the studios kind of controlled their images, and we weren't exposed to all the nasty, dirty, and dark. But the but the story is morphing into um, a, a, a story about society, about abuse and domestic abu- abuse between partners, and how real it can be for men. Um, and so, when uh, the plaintiff put on their case, which is Johnny Depp, the what was revealed by her uh, with, of her behavior and audio tapes was absolutely shocking to me. And it seemed pretty clear that he was actually the one who was abused. However, she did take the stand today, her psychiatrist or psychologist yesterday and her defense raised some even more shocking allegations against him. I don't know how credible she uh, is to experts in the field. Then Amber Heard took the stand today and, you know, I was much better at trying to find a way to get out to clean in my room on Saturdays than this woman was when I was a kid than this woman was trying to convince the jury today in my opinion so we've got a psychiatrist who's going to be on the show tomorrow who's been on court TV actually the past few days she's trained and I'm looking forward to her actual you know trained experienced view of what's happening here and and if this is truly a turning point for men in this country for that for the him too movement because we've never really seen an expose on behalf of men in this country who are abused. And it's very real. We've just not really seen it before. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that tomorrow. But remember to join me for the National Day of Prayer. It's going to be streaming live here at noon tomorrow on May 5th. So tune into uh, am1170theanswer.com tomorrow at noon or join me at First Presbyterian Church. And we promise to have Elhoff with us tomorrow night. He called in too late uh, for the interview, so he'll be here tomorrow. Love you all. Peace out. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.